Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? gibberish or do you really know what you're talking about well i haven't seen either of these two stories before uh, at all i think i think at this point it's like no i'm done with it i'll i'm done with it i'll wait until the regeneration and whoever comes along i maybe i'll give that a go but i know at this point i'd given up and there is yeah. one thing in this first story that reminded me of why i'd given it up so uh, but we'll 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 talk about that yeah as we get <coughs> there we get all right to. Yeah, this this is one that I, as soon as I started watching it, I remembered all of it, um, the good and the bad, um, and I remember this the crushing sense of disappointment I had in part two, and I go, oh, okay, give it give it a chance, because obviously you know it's it's different when you watch stuff when it's not the latest, mm. who, because you you've not got that emotional uh, sort of impact that you want it to be good you want it to be great um but yeah when we get to episode two i think <laughs> uh, uh, we'll we'll go through uh, whether it does crushingly disappoint mm. um, yeah i yeah I'm, I'm i think i'm going to be agreeing with you because uh i watched the um the first one going into it with absolutely yeah. no knowledge of it other than that i had to watch it ready for our adversary in the second one and by the time i had finished watching it I really rather enjoyed it. it yeah, part, part one is it gets many, many more things right than it gets wrong. It's also it's the first uh, Capaldi story that we've done where I quite liked the Doctor mm. in part one. He wasn't obnoxious. He wasn't horrible. There's one bit in it that I mean, it's the throwaway joke where he gets the cards out because he doesn't know how to interact with people. And again, it's like. Why doesn't he know how to interact with people? At his age. Yeah, at his age. It's not It's not like, you know, his memory was wiped or anything like that. Mm. Um, but I like this part one. It's creepy. Um, it's well shot. It looks good. Um, doesn't make a lick of sense when you find out what's going on. But as a ghost story, if you just watch this one episode and then go, okay, it never gets solved, good, I'll go away. I think, yeah, it. it it's... I wouldn't say it's got like the pretensions to be a classic episode but compared to some of the other stuff we've looked at yeah episode one i i did enjoy yeah i, I was pretty impressed by it like you say it's a ghost story it's a base under siege under yeah. underwater under siege very very, um, very much what we love quite mass vibes yes yeah love a bit of that Yep, and um, no i didn't mind it at all and i was um very surprised to not mind it you yeah. know i've come from the future I've seen the chaos you caused, the bloodshed. Tell me what you have seen. Ghosts. Ghosts? Souls wrenched from the dead, repeating directions to here, to this spot, over and over. How many ghosts do I create? How many? I have four that I know of, maybe five by now. Probably more since I left. My ghosts will make more ghosts. Enough. To bring an armada. Enough to wake me from my sleep. There are problems with it, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, as <coughs> soon as you've um, uh, uh, got a lady who has to lip read, you think that's a MacGuffin that's going to come yeah. back and, uh, and uh, be necessary later on, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I liked it. I, I like the idea of this, you know, flooded valley, uh, you, you know, under this lock. In it's twenty one nineteen, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Must point out. Um, but there was an awful lot in it that I didn't like. Um, yeah, I don't like that card bit. Um, I don't like references to Peter Andre. Uh, no, just, that, it, that, that, doesn't that seem 
I mean, I, it's it's horribly dated because even now people go Peter Who, um, but it just feels wrong for the Doctor to be making these what were then contemporary. Yeah. You know, it'd be like Tom Baker talking about Shawaddy Waddy, wouldn't it? <laughs> Shawaddy Waddy. Yeah. yeah. There's a band I haven't thought of for a while. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. But I, I was a bit wrong because, you know, this whole thing with the ghosts and that, I knew they couldn't be real ghosts. They're never going to say that, that, that they really are ghosts. I mean, the doctors were, like, stunned that I, I think I finally met a, a real ghost. Um, but I, I didn't realise that the, uh, the guy in the hat, you know, who, who the ghost. Yes. Yeah, you know, I just thought that that was going to be like a Victorian gentleman from the, you know, the, the, the village that has been drowned from Victorian times. I was completely wrong. I didn't realise he was an alien. Well, it's, it's also a completely wasted Dennis Penis. <laughs> Is that Dennis Penis? Yeah, yeah. It's, no. Uh, yeah, I can't think of the actor's name. From Game of Thrones. and Yeah, that was... A, yeah, that was oh. him. He had amazing eyes. I, I should have realised his eyes. <coughs> Dennis Penis always had those yes. startlingly staring blue eyes, didn't he? Yeah, it's um, but it's just thrown away. It's totally mm. thrown away part. He, he should have been like the main the main bit. This is this species was first introduced in an earlier episode, and it was played by David Walliams. Um, and the the the, the shtick behind this race is that they're they're the most timid non-threatening race in the entire galaxy and again it doesn't make any sense other than a throwaway joke mm. um, but yeah when you I, I'd forgotten these this race was in it and I like you I thought oh Victorian you have ghost excellent let's see this and then you, you see his face and it's like oh okay mm. that's a bit weird um, the, the ghosts I think are, are really nice and creepy the way they do it it's great and they're silent which is good but when we find out later on what they are, why have they? Why do they look like that? Why have they got burnt out eyes? I, I have no idea, no idea. I don't I mean, understand the explanation of them and how they can, yeah. you know, grasp material things. Yeah. You know? Also, I, a big a big thing is made out of um, they only come out at night, but night is a, a, a an artificial thing down here, so mm. they. they hack the computer to make it night again and then the doctor when you find out what they are and it makes no sense and the doctor goes oh uh, it's because of the something something radiation they get oh it's bollocks this this does feel like the two episodes were written by two separate people mm. and it's like one had written this really good ghost story and they said oh let's tack it onto this uh, this other story because um, it, it's so the tonal shift will break your neck yeah. Going from episode one to episode two. Yeah, I I don't like the setup for uh, episode two about this whole you know dark sword forsaken temple thing. <laughs> I mean that, that's a load of nonsense. But 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 the thing, the biggest problem that I had with this first story is the it all come crashing back to me why I'd given up on who. It's the bloody sonic sunglasses. Yeah. That's uh, whenever whatever story they appeared in, it's like I'm out now. You know, yeah. I've it's a step I've too had far, it. Isn't it? Oh, it's... it's like I mean, I, I I'm annoyed by the sonic screwdriver anyway in modern Who. Um, I think the, you've got you've got to tip your hat to J and T um, that get rid of the sonic. It's a it's a stupid idea, and it's just a get out of jail free card mm. or a lazy writer's card. And so I, I didn't like, and then it becomes a magic wand. And then yeah, when he gets these uh, sonic sunglasses, um, the, yeah, that was it. Was like oh good god. Because also the other thing you know, the other thing you know is going to happen is all the little fans are going to go out and buy glasses and mm. wear the sonic sunglasses, and you'll get hundreds of Facebook posts of look, I've got a sonic, which exactly what happened. And it's like oh yeah. god. Were, were they ever destroyed, um, or, or has the Doctor still got them somewhere on the TARDIS? Um, he, I, they might have been destroyed in one of Jodie Whittaker's, I'm not sure, but they definitely, they, he definitely had them in the final episode, because um, the first Doctor puts them on, and then we get that pathetic joke of, uh, oh, you know, what's a browser history, mm, and the Doctor oh. grabs them back off of him, and say, like, oh, God. Mm. Um... <laughs> And then, I, I don't, I can't remember, I think they, I think 
Jodie Whittaker makes mention of like uh, you know all because they're talking about sunglasses in one episode and she's like I wish I still had the sonic sunglasses blah, blah. so I think they they do acknowledge that they're gone do you I think they realised it was a bad mistake or? I think so yeah I think because the, the other thing that that I'm, I, I'm, I hope he had fun in it but the other thing is um, I don't know if we're going to do the story in order but the prologue to episode 2 not only is it I mean, never before in Doctor Who have we needed the Doctor to directly talk to the audience and explain what's going on, the bootstrap paradox. But then he starts playing the electric guitar and it goes into the theme and the theme has got electric guitar back in. This is so self-indulgent. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't wrong. ready for that, I must say, yeah. because I, I, I mean... we. We're talking about the Fisher King today, so we won't yes. dwell on the, this first story because it's all setting it up, isn't yeah. it? Um, but I, I didn't mind it. I, w I was um, pleasantly surprised that I actually enjoyed yeah. uh, a, a new Who Peter Capaldi story, despite the sonic screwdrivers and the Peter Andre and the cards. Yeah. I, I quite like the ending, even though we know that he's not dead, yeah. but, yeah. you know, uh, the dead doctor outside the, uh, the base... Uh, looking at yeah, Clara, it, that's a good a, clipping. A nice, huh? Yeah, it's a nice little unexpected. Oh, I mean bits I liked. I, I mean I like when he comes in. He he says hello, sailors. <laughs> that was a, that was quite funny. It tickled me. Um, Peter Capaldi's performance is more subdued and less being horrible to everyone. So he's got he seems to have genuine curiosity and genuine <coughs> excitement. And you start thinking he could have been so much better if they'd let him play it like this. Yes. Yep. You, know, you get the feeling that he really wanted to be there in this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and Clara get. wasn't bad either. No, she was. She seemed toned down as well. Yeah. Um, and she actually had had a bit to do. It's really weird. This this so reminded me of of the um, Satan Pit, where like Clara, you know, in that Rose got taken away from the Doctor and was doing stuff, and she was less annoying. And in this one. You know, Clara gets taken away from the Doctor, and she's less annoying. Mm. So I don't know what what it is. Whether just this modern era just can't I don't know can't have the companions and the Doctor together, which is a bit of a drawback, isn't it? It is. But and yeah. by you saying that, you would think that Part Two would be even better because they are separated by time, aren't they? Um, yeah. which we're shortly to find out. But, yes, I mean, I, I next day happily put on part two. I right, really rather enjoyed that. Let's watch part two. And this total and utter nonsense opening. It's... Yeah. What? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's... I mean, pe people always sort of... Even though, like, a f uh, hardly anyone's ever seen it because it doesn't exist anymore, people moan about heart and all... Wishing, wishing Christmas, yeah. Merry Christmas. Like, <laughs> this is a whole scene. <clears throat> and it strikes me that if you've written a story where the, the, the ending is basically the, the bootstrap paradox or the, 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 the backflip to the uh, grandfather paradox, and you think you haven't explained it enough in the story, I'm sorry, that's the writer's fault. Mm. You shouldn't have to have your lead actor directly talk to camera and go this story is about the bootstrap paradox what that means is, is this dot 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 yeah. dot dot oh it's, it's terrible awful it is terrible yeah. and it's like, oh gordon bennett oh i think it, we've taken a n yeah. massive step backwards because i mean if, if if it had been me doing it other than the fact i think this is purely self-indulgent for peter capaldi because i know peter capaldi plays the electric guitar and he wanted that i mean this is the equivalent of of playing the spoons for Sylvester McCoy. Oh, it is, isn't it? You yeah. Um, what the way I would have done it would be have someone mention the Doctor's travel back in time and mention the bootstrap paradox and have like Clara go, "What is that?" And have and someone the tell her. Yeah. Or have someone tell her, or the Doctor's left a message. If you want the Doctor doing it, the Doctor's left a message to Clara. Mm. But don't have them talking don't to Don't talk audience. to us. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Oh dear. So there he is after the credits. You know, he comes out. He knows it's 1980 because he's yes. tasting the air. Yeah. And weirdly, they make this thing of we're in 1980 and they, he thinks they're in, or the other character thinks they're in the Soviet, that it's Russia. Because it, they make no, that makes no 
bearing on the cloth. Why? Why did they even bother with that? I don't know. It's like it, it, you either maintain that for a, a couple of scenes where they he thinks they're in Russia, but hang on, we went to Scotland, or don't do it. I don't mm. know what that brought to the the story at all. No, no, but there he is. You know, um, it, of course, it's the valley before it's flooded, yes. um, and that rather crap spaceship. You know, we see it from yeah. a distance. Oh, and it's bad. It, it's just it's yeah. just black and it's featureless. There's no effort yeah. in detail in it whatsoever. I, I particularly like, and again, it's a, it's alien, so it could be the case. But the the back hinged ramp is you can see it's a one piece fix. Yes. <laughs> it's like they've not bought yeah, with hinges. Nah, nah, we don't need them. No, I haven't got yeah. time for that. And it, it turns out this black spaceship is a hearse. Hmm. Which I, I thought, oh, are they gonna make some sort of you know, um Douglas Adams reference or something, you know, the um the black spaceship and all this, but yeah. no, it's just it's literally just a hearse. But what the other thing and it annoys me again is um Okay, it's a hearse. It's an alien hearse. Why is the Undertaker, alien Undertaker, that knows bugger all about humanity, dressed as a Victorian yes. Undertaker? See, that's what threw me. Yeah. It's like, oh, so he's an alien dressed as a Victorian yeah. Undertaker with his spaceship hearse. And the body's there, isn't it? The body's in this casket thing or whatever it is. Yes. And the power cells are there still because they were both gone, weren't they? In yeah, the so in, in, the, in the future, there's one power cell missing and the casket is missing. Um, but yeah, here, the casket is... Is it still in the ship or has it been moved to the church? I can't remember. It no, it's still in the ship. I think it's still yeah. in the ship. And the writing's not on the wall, is it? Oh, that's it, yes. Yeah, because the Fisher King later on moves it into the uh, yes uh, into the church. Um, yeah, so yeah, there's no writing on the ship wall. And the two power cells are there. Mm. Um, and and this this undertaker is saying he's got the Fisher King's body, yes. and he's brought him to this backwater planet for interment. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why he's called the Fisher King. I don't know what. Because <coughs> the Fisher King is Arthurian. Isn't Arthurian. It? Yes. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, the, the the thing about the fish king in Arthurian legend, he's the wounded king, isn't he? And he's yeah. tied to the land, and all the while he's, um, you know, wounded. So is the land, you know. He's the he, he's the um, keeper of the Holy Grail, isn't he? And yes. and, and this is a, a quest that Gawain goes on to find the Fisher King, and he's waiting for somebody to help help him. And I guess the Fisher King is kind of like waiting for somebody to help him, sort of. Yeah. It's a tenuous link, isn't it? I was expecting something relevant, you know, something Arthurian. Yeah, it would have been good if we had tied yeah. into an Arthurian thing like we did with old Sylvester before. Yeah, but you know, especially because it's under the lake, and I was thinking, yeah. oh, it's going to be Could have been Vortigern's sort of lake, just yeah. like in, in yeah. that one. Yeah. No, yeah. Don't, don't even go there. Don't even bother. There's no point in calling him the Fisher King at all. No, none hmm. whatsoever. He doesn't look like he enjoys fishing either. And he doesn't look like a king. He could be the fish finger king, I suppose. What? Captain Birdseye? Yeah, that could be what happens to Captain Birdseye. In the future, yeah. yeah. Uh, he lets ex himself go. Except it's 1980. I'm That's sure true, Captain yeah. Birdseye, Birdseye didn't look like that in 1980. He would have been, in 1980, he would have been... Because they, they did him uh, young and sexy at one point, didn't they? They did. Birdseye. I think yeah, he is yeah. still young and sexy. Or have they gone back to old ones? Well, so, no, I think, I think he's young and sexy because we're now old and raddled. Yes. So I think just by definition, he's now younger and sexier. Yeah, than we us. are the old Captain Birds, are you and yeah. I? And he, yeah. he has access to fish fingers. So yes, and, and yeah. dodgily a boatload of children. Nice, nice connection. Yeah. Weird, um, weird, weird world we used to live yeah. in. Yeah, that's a stupid bloody moment where the Doctor calls Clara on the phone. Yes. To that precise moment where she is in the future. Yeah. No. I mean, it's stupid anyway. Again, lazy writing. But none of this, none of this, makes sense when you think about what's happened before and what happens later. And again, they could have done a, they could have done a really clever sort of play on actually using time for a change, and have the Doctor. He wants to send a message to Clara, so he does something in the past that he knows will still be there mm. in the future. No, just phones her. No, it's rubbish. 
Yeah. Yeah. Lazy, lazy, yeah. lazy writing this one. And he he tells her, doesn't he, that uh, he's got to die because yes. you know at some point there in 1980 he's going to die to then yeah. appear in 2119. Yeah, because Clara said that you're a ghost, um, and they've worked out that the 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 doctors say in the order of people as they die, mm. which again doesn't really make any sense when for the the sort of the solution to this later on, um, because it turns out this doc that we finally find out that this future ghost doctor is actually a hologram that he programmed in the like two seconds he had before we blew up yes. the dam yes what to appear there yeah but 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 this whole thing about you know these what they perceive to be ghosts yes right in 2119 um the 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 dennis penis when he's yes. killed right he's the first to appear there isn't he yes he's has, the first one killed yeah has he that has he been appearing underwater ever since 1980? Why is he only appearing in 2119? Did, did I miss something? Yeah, they they do make some dodgy reference to it. Needs so the, the these turn out to be beacons that send out a signal to bring the Fisher King's people to the Earth. Hmm. How I don't know. Um, and they make some mention of that they they needed a certain number before it started being strong enough that his people could do it so I'm presuming with just the undertaker that's not enough yeah it wasn't enough but again they don't they don't make any reference that is uh, well that ice cream van's going fast but the thing is I mean presumably then this this because they're an electromagnetic pulse basically aren't they pulsing out this signal and so you've got Dennis Penis since 1980 as yeah. an electronic pulse down there under the water. They just conveniently come along and have a mine, an underwater mine. And I guess that's when he starts appearing and trying to kill someone to add to the electro, electro, yeah, electromagnetic so. pulses. But what what would have been, again, tying into the Quite Massy thing, and you don't, because I don't know why it's set, bothered setting under a lake. It doesn't really make any difference you could have found a different way to kill the fisher king but you, or you have that there's a an oil rig above and it keeps getting haunted and they've come to investigate these ghost figures that appear yeah you, know, you build up something like that but i'm so i'm presuming that dennis penis is just wandering about the seabed or the lake bed haunting fish yes but it's not just Dennis Penis, though, because shortly no. O'Donnell gets killed. Yes, and he right? becomes a, a, a signal. But in the future, but surely he would have been with Dennis Penis all the way from 1980 up to 2119. Why does he only appear now? Yeah, I. I he hasn't I, been killed after the captain. The captain was killed first. Yeah, I never understand sometimes the, the Doctor Who universe's idea of how time works. Um, so it's a bit like in the two doctors, isn't it, when Troughton's doctor is turned into an androgram, but it only affects the sixth doctor after, in that time period, that it's happened to the... When it should have been all the way through. Yes. All the doctors should have been ginger-haired and bushy-eyebrowed. Yes. Um, yeah, th- there's no reason for the ghost to appear, that or this ghost, because he's killed in 1980. No. Literally five minutes after... O'Donnell is killed. Yeah. That That's the next one that we see as a viewer, yeah. but time-wise, that's the second person to be killed. It's yeah. the it's Dennis Penis, then O'Donnell, isn't it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. In, in, in time, time chronologi- yeah. chron- chronologically, he was the second to die. Yes. yes? That doesn't make any sense. Um, this so, episode, like Arthur Dent, is chronologically inept. Yes, that's a good way of uh, putting things, yes. Um, the TARDIS won't let them leave, will it? No. Um, all it will do is send them back 30 minutes. So we get a Groundhog Day type recreation. And we get, it's a bit of a recreation of that Christopher Eccleston Rose one where, you know, her dad's going to die and yeah. they see themselves, don't they? Although for this, it feels even more like filler. Mm. Uh, it's like, I don't, this is such a weird episode. And after the last one, it really is. Yeah. Yeah, you, you are right. It's like it's been written by two completely different people. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so the Doctor then, he's going to meet our adversary, the Fisher King. Yes. Who doesn't look like Captain Birdseye. Um, and this Fisher King knows all about Time Lords, doesn't he? So this, this race he's from knows about yeah. Gallifrey and Time Lords. Yeah, um, he seems to know a, a, a hell of a lot. Yeah. Um, I like the design of him. Right, he reminds me very much of uh, a guy by by the name of Nirasawa, who made a lot of garage kits, you know, in the oh, right. 1990s and 2000s. He's a Japanese <laughs> uh, sculptor, very organic, H.R. Giga style uh, anime characters. Um, I quite like him, but um, I don't know how he's talking, seeing as seeing as he hasn't got a mouth. Yeah, it's also it's um, Peter Serafinowicz <laughs> doing yes. his voice. So this this is the same guy that voiced Darth Maul. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It, it, I I don't know how he's how he's managing to be so articulate. Not only has he not got a mouth, he's got no lips or tongue. Um, I, Again, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it, it's over a week since I watched it because we had a delay on recording um, yes. um, this one tonight, but. Why is he still alive? Um, I don't know. I don't know why. Because he had, he's apparently died, and then the, got better. The fu- yeah, the funeral director. Yeah, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> um, the funeral director <laughs> took him to Earth. Why was he taking him to Earth to bury him? I he had to be a, some, some sort of backwater. It had to be a, a place oh, to keep him hidden. Yes, is or that, something like that. Yeah, burn him then. <laughs> You don't get more hidden than ashes, ashes yeah, do you? Exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know why he's still alive. I don't know. I also... Uh, I don't know whether this um, this suit was... again. I mean, we keep hitting this. Do you think this suit was designed for this programme or someone made this suit and said, look, you've got to use this? I don't know. I don't know. Because for his, his, like, three minutes that he's in this show, it just seems so overboard. Yes. I mean, that's what attracted me to choosing him for today, was his image. I didn't realise he wasn't going to be in it much. Um, And it's quite an involved sort of design, isn't it? I'm looking at photos of him right now, and he's all crabby and organic, and he's got no mouth. (coughs) Actually, the front of his face looks a bit rude looking at that photo. It does, yeah. I thought that when I was watching it. It's like, Ooh. I think they're trying to go for a predator thing with those mad- yeah, mandibles, th- aren't they? I think so. It's it's one of those one of those designs that is very familiar because it's nicking bits of alien, predator, other yeah. things, um, and it doesn't quite gel as a whole. And I I particularly don't like his. Um, his bottom half. No, I'm looking at one. Yeah. Have you got the image where he's like holding a gun and he's standing outside the church? And uh, yeah, if, if you cover up his lower half, the top half looks all right. But yeah, it looks like he's wearing a yeah. long skirt. Yeah, it's 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 a, got a touch of the uh, touch of the crotons about him that they yeah. run out of money on his bottom half. Yeah, and thinking everybody will look at the yeah. top half, so we don't have to do much to the bottom yeah. half. Also, hmm. he um he doesn't move very well. I don't think. No, the voice is all right, you know. The yeah, the voice is. Darth I mean, well, Maul. P- Peter Serovanovich. Um, I'm glad you can say his yeah. surname. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the I, I I think this was probably if this was in a a B movie and it was an alien invader, but I'd go okay. That it's, it's a it's a cheap but okay design, but it just doesn't fit this at all. No. And it, things like his shoulder pads and that are just silly. I'd like I to know how the guy playing him is actually seeing out because I'm looking at oh, a behind-the-scenes the photo. Yeah, no, I don't think section. it's the neck. I mean, um, I've, I've scrolled down to a photo from the BBC and it's a behind-the-scenes photo yeah. um, and it's around about the belly button level, I think. I think yeah. maybe that's why you know his bottom half is so featureless because you've got his arms... The actors are, or the stuntman or whoever's in there has got his arms by his sides and they have fake arms at the top. I don't know if you can find oh, that right. photo. If you, if, you, if you just scri- type in Doctor Who Fisher King and scroll down, you've got a behind-the-scenes photo of, of everybody walking around him and he looks to be about nine feet tall. Yeah, he's, he's got huge old platforms on, hasn't he? Yeah. 
but I don't know whether the where, where the person's eyes. Maybe it's coming out the neck if he has got like those, you know, uh, uh, extension things, you know, that decorators can wear. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be the the neck. Yeah, I see what you mean because, yeah, he must be on horrible platforms because everyone else their head is about his waist level. Yeah. It's yeah. It's it's again doesn't doesn't really fit. Oh no! Story. I've seen another photo. If you scroll down a bit further, that you, there's um, Peter Capaldi with somebody called Neil Fingleton, who must have played the Fisher King, and he's chuffing massive. He's got to be over seven feet tall. If you scroll a little bit further down, you you, you should see it. See Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm going to save the image and, and, and send it to you. Hang on one second. This is riveting podcasting, isn't it? Um, but yeah, no, I'm, in, in photos, he looks great. But um, the execution, well, the top half looks great. Yeah. But um, the execution, it, it's, it's all a bit, oh, is that it? Yeah, it's, well, that, that's what annoys me is like, I mean, assuming they they paid to have this made, and like I say, it's not just one of the special effects guys has made this for Halloween or something, and they've decided to use it. Um, What's the point in this story? He literally comes out, walks and talks to the doctor, threatens him a bit, stomps back out, and gets drowned under a wave. Yeah. He doesn't do anything. Have a look at uh, Have a look at Messenger. I've sent you that picture. Look how tall um, that bloke is. Oh, good lord, yeah. Fedus, he is a, he's a lanky bugger. He is? That's a good way of putting yeah. it. Yes. All right, okay. So, yeah. Um, um, meanwhile, we've got the uh, the deaf girl. Uh, yes. Somehow yeah. turns into daredevil. She can, As she's running down a corridor, she's got some sort of like sonar ability to know when to duck and stuff all of a well, sudden. Well, on television, if you're... Uh, if you if you're missing one uh, one sense, your other senses become super heroic, don't they? Yes. Make well, up for it. she certainly has. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and meanwhile, there's a lot of faffing about in the future, isn't there? The, this the whole everything yeah. in the future is just running around, running around, yeah. running around, and it's just padding, padding, padding. Yeah. How many times do we use the word padding, Ian, when we this talk is, about Doctor Who? Oh, I know. We like should have had a padding is, count. Yeah, modern who is pretty much an exercise in padding. Mm. I I sort of again. Um, I mean, this is a story, an episode where we're uh, going to praise J and T twice. I think because J and T thought that the forty-five minute format just didn't work for Doctor Who. I I think I agree with him. Mm. I think it's it's probably good for your casual viewer because they just want one yeah, story. Exactly. Yeah, and they. They probably got out and made tea halfway through, and they'll come back in and watch the end. Blah blah blah. And an all modern drama now seems to be forty-five minute episodes. But I think for Doctor Who, it's the worst thing that ever happened. Mm. Um, it just it can't sustain it. So you end up with yeah, this all all the stuff with um, with Clara in this episode is pure padding. Mm. And the stuff that's happening in nineteen eighty isn't that interested no um uh, and, it, and it doesn't make any sense because back no. in 1980 the doctor has got rid of the writing on the yeah. wall to get the fisher king to go to the well, ship he, he lies to him doesn't he though he says he's wiped it out because because the writing evidently resets your brain so that you when you die you do become this signal mm. i don't know how that works mind um, so he he tells the Fisher King, I've got rid of the writing, so no, whatever happens in the future is not going to be what you think it is. And the fi- it, I mean, it's the equivalent of pointing behind him and going, look, shark. Mm. And the Fisher King turns around and stomps off. That's how stupid he is. But then he gets there and he goes, the writing's still here. Mm. Um, but then he notices the power cell's missing and the coffin is missing, isn't it? It's been moved to the church. Yes. Um, we do get a, the the death of the, um, the the character that came back, the the female character that came back in 1980. I I think her her death is hilarious because it's the most stupid use of the 
Phew, the danger's gone. I'll back towards the door. Yes. <laughs> Sequences I've ever seen. Yeah, no, that's To the point stupid. where I was waiting for it and going, ah, this is double bluff. No, she is that stupid. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Doctor uses that power cell that's missing to blow the yes. dam up. Yeah. Right? How'd he get there? How did he... It's miles like, away. He put that on the dam. Yeah. When? So, so the Doctor is talking to the Fisher King. Yes. Yeah. And he hasn't. We've not seen him disappear yet because he hasn't really worked out what's going on until he talks to the Fisher King. So he's talking to the Fisher King. He says, "I, I removed the writing. Ha ha ha! You better go and check." So the Fisher King walks slowly out. So he's not moving very fast, but literally what two or three minutes. And in that time, the Doctor has taken a power cell, gone to the dam, rigged it to blow up, gone back set up something that will create hologram in the future mm -hmm. to do everything that he needs to do even though he doesn't know what's going to happen yet because stuff has been happening in the future that he's not aware of gets himself and puts him in the cryo sleep yes um and then the dam goes off yes he's a quick person isn't he yeah hasn't the doctor got uh, a respect for all the sanctity of life uh, not when they're um, big lanky aliens. No, yeah, die. I'm not thinking so much of that. I'm thinking about all the poor wildlife that's in that yeah. valley that the Doctor has now just killed. Yeah, he's killed how many cats, dogs, voles, worms, badgers, <laughs> badgers, foxes, birds, birds, possibly people as well. Yes, yeah, we don't yeah, know what else was down that either. valley. No, yeah. no. Um, and yet, the authorities not go. Oh. Someone's blown up our dam. Because, Jen, I mean, you remember, you remember, you probably don't remember, but you remember um, in uh, the Dam's Raid, um, Operation Chastise? Was the it Dam's called, Raid? What are you talking about? In, in Nazi Germany, the Dam Busters, the mm -hmm. Dam's Raid. So they blew up the dams and the water came flooding out and it killed hundreds of people. Mm -hmm. and it's now viewed by some people as a war crime. So. Um, but you know what didn't happen? That water didn't stay there. No. It runs off. Yes. That's what water tends to do. Run off. Yeah, a valley so can't this, just yeah. fill up. Exactly, okay. yes. <laughs> so unless this um unless this Scottish village is in a meteor crater that's yes. that's somehow sealed itself up. Um and also water it, it goes into the ground. Yes. I yeah. It's a bit mm. silly, isn't it? Really? it? A bit silly, yes. Also silly is the fact that, yeah, he's put himself to sleep. Yes. And he's now and asleep. And the rest of the audience. Yes. So he now sleeps from 1980 yeah. all the yeah. way through to so 2119. Every, every story that takes place between 1980 and 2119. The Doctor is the asleep. The Doctor is asleep in Scotland. Yep, yep. So my, my, my Earth date chart that I've got here, everything from 1980 to then... He snored all the way through it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. At the same time, it's like in Wales, just down the road, um, Captain Jack is buried <laughs> in a pit. Because mm. Captain Jack goes back to like Roman times and gets buried. Um, and he's in it. Also, Rory is yes. waiting as an autumn room. Yes. There's a lot of people waiting about, isn't there? Yeah, we were waiting about, waiting for this to finish. We were, yeah. yeah. Um, because in the future, I mean, he comes out of the coffin. Yes. And oh, what a surprise. I thought he was dead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we saw that, didn't we, at the end yeah. of the first one? Yeah. Um, he was a ghost. Yeah. All the other ghosts, though, they follow yes. the Fisher King's cry into this Faraday room. Yeah. So the, doc the, the holographic doctor that the doctor set up in two minutes uh, leads them into the Faraday room by making the cry of the Fisher King. But these, these that aren't ghosts that aren't sentient, but are just uh, uh, magnetic signals or whatever, follow him in, and then the Faraday cage locks, and they call unit to mm. lock away the ghosts. Yes. And he yeah. goes, oh, they'll shoot him into space. When he's rushing around in 1980, getting you know the, yep. the power cell to go and oh, all like this, um, and he and he puts himself to sleep. How does he know precisely at what point in time he's got to come out of that box? I don't know because that's very precise, isn't it? He yeah. comes out literally at the at the moment that's needed. That, that's needed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
And that's pretty much it. I mean, um, um, we have a soap opera ending, don't we? Where where we have love love, uh, uh, ruling the day. And and it ends with a paradox ending that we thankfully were made aware of at the beginning of the story. Yeah, otherwise we wouldn't have known what that was. We wouldn't know what a paradox was. No. Well, what a letdown that story was. Hugely letdown. And I remember, I remember, like I say, however long ago it was when we started this episode. Um, that was my that was my finding when it, this was on. Because I remember really enjoying part one, thinking, okay, every time you get a slightly good new who, you think this is it, it's turning the corner. Come on, we're getting back. Yeah. And then this episode went on, and I I I really seriously thought like you did of going. You know, what, I'm not going to watch next week's. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I'm a sucker for punishment. I came back, but um, it's it's terrible. It's not good, is it? It's no. not good. Um, yeah, Earth date then. The yes. Earth date. Um, this little too, adventure. Yeah, this little adventure in the valley in yes. 1980 when the Doctor puts himself to sleep at exactly the same time that he's doing that. The fourth Doctor is. Uh, in uh, faffing around if, during pyramids of Mars. Oh right. Yes. And he shortly after that, his own grave, yeah. He? So so Peter Capaldi slept through the next thing on my list, which is uh, robot. Yep. And then the android invasion, the awakening, resurrection of the Daleks, two Doctors, attack of the Cybermen, battlefield, dimensions in time. He slept through all of that. I'm not, I'm not going to mention any more because it goes on forever. Do you think when the two Doctors happened? that Capaldi asleep in that box got all bushy-eyebrowed as well. <laughs> maybe, maybe. He was coming to near to the end of his sleep, right? Yes. In uh, 2167. I guess he was coming out of a REM sleep and, and yeah. starting to wake up. In 2167, um, when the first version of the Doctor was in Bedfordshire for the Dalek invasion of Earth. Oh, right. He was snoring away still during that. And yeah. the Daleks didn't find him. They didn't find him. Yeah. Yep. So, right. All right. The Fisher King. Yes. All right. Let's talk about him the Fisher then. Fisher King. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Captain Birdseye. Uh, the design of the Fisher King. Um, unfortunately, we've got to talk about his lower half as well as his top yes. half. What do you think of his design? I'm. I'm not a fan. I like his face. I like his scully face. Even though it's not a bit the, rude. Not that he looks like Scully, but it's a skull type face. It's a little bit rude. Um, but it, he's, he looks to me more like a Power Rangers villain mm. than a Doctor Who villain. Yeah, um, gnarly Power Rangers villain. Yeah, yeah, it's those shoulder pads and the way he moves and the fact that he's wearing Gary Glitter boots and a skirt. Um, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan on this one. I'm going to give it an absolutely run-of-the-mill five. That's exactly what I've got. He's just average. There's nothing yeah. special. Yeah. There's nothing special at all, no. Um, and yeah, how effective was, was he stomping around on I the platforms? Yeah. And I liked his voice. Yeah. And and so I'm. These points are mainly for his voice because he moves. He moves like someone that isn't an actor. He moves like he's on very tall boots that don't feel safe, and he does nothing. He's no. not scary. He's not threatening. Um, he was such a disappointment when he hoved into view. Um, I'm I'm going to give him three, but that's purely for Peter Serafinovich's voice. And I want to hear you say Peter Serafinovich. Peter. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. all I've got to say. Petey boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, snap again. That, that's exactly yeah. what I've got written down. Yeah, a three. Wow. Yeah. So that's an adversary rating then of four. All right. Five plus three divided by two is four. He is in. Now, who is. Oh, I know who this is. Yeah, he's in a caravan with someone. Only one person. So, I mean, he's a big. He's a big chap, but luckily, this lady, I think, was quite small. Oh, right. Kaftan. She's the Cybermen lady, isn't she? Yeah, the team is a Cybermen, yeah. Yeah, just him and her. Oh, well, fair dues. He's not going to fit in the chemical toilet, though, is he? He's not. No, no. All right, so that's where he goes 
there. All right. Um, I'm guessing not top ten after everything we've said. No, no. Um, episode one, I think, is certainly the best Capaldi one we've covered so far. But episode two comes along and um, yeah. just ruins it, doesn't it? It's, it's not bad enough to be on my bottom three, and I'm guessing not for yours, because you no, haven't used the word hate or detest no. or anything like it's, that this um, time. It's very hard to hate it, because there's just there's nothing objectionable really as such in it. It's just meh. It's yeah, bland, it, it is all very meh. Yeah. All right. Um, as you say, you know, the Fish King was voiced by Pete. I'm not going to attempt it. Um, do you know who did his cry? No. I mean, I don't know who this person is, but I've heard I've, I've heard of who is he's Gary with. Glitter? Gary Glitter. No, it's somebody called Corey Taylor. Do you know who no, Corey Taylor is? Doesn't ring a bell. It's the, he's the lead. Well, it's not really singing. It is the noise that you heard in this. Um, uh, in the band Slipknot. Oh right. Oh god. Yeah, a guy who just screams not all my the time. Sort of, uh, he's Slipknot, your sort of scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, the only other bit of info I've got is that there's a deleted scene where Dennis Pennist says that the Fisher King comes from a barren world. And that the Arcatinians defeated him by raising the sea level on Tivoli. And that's how come, you know, the Doctor knows that drowning would work. Oh, right. See, that would have been nice to have in. That would have at least made vague sense. Yeah, that's even more rubbish. No, that's even more rubbish. Because once we know that bit of information, oh, what a surprise. There's a dam right next door, you know. Because we... We don't really even... They don't build the dam up as anything, do they, until they blow it. It's well, you like just see the unconvincing water. Dam. Yeah. You don't see an establishing shot, a helicopter no. shot, over the dam, and there's the, the mock town yeah. below. Yeah, or, yeah, or a, a compelling reason why they would build a dam next to this uh, training ground for soldiers, or vice versa. Hmm, yeah. Yeah, mm. uh, it was... All, yeah, it was... Mm, and it's... Mm, yeah. yeah. All right, before you announce uh, who our uh, next adversary is going to be, two bits of feedback. Um, okay. We've accumulated a couple because we've been off air, yeah, kind of, haven't off. we? This is, this is the first one we've recorded in a while, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, we're kind of like rusty. Um, yes, so, rusty. yes. Um, so, both of these are from our Neozaz homepage. All right. Okay. Uh, number one from Nicholas Clark. He says, Great to hear you two guys again after what seems like a long break due to CV, I, don't know, I, think, I guess he means COVID, outbreak at Neozaz offices. You know, so yeah, thanks, Nicholas. It's it is good to be back as well, isn't it? Yes. You know, oh, um, yeah. it 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 it's very weird. I mean, we've had nice you know compliments from people saying you know during the pandemic, uh, it's good that we're making these podcasts, gives us a distraction, something to listen to. But it wasn't until we actually went on this little holiday that I realised it's been helping me. You know, the thinking up of subjects, the yeah. recording with you, you know, the assembling the podcast, the ripping the audio and stuff like that. I've missed it dreadfully, you yeah. know. Well, so. we can't afford proper therapy, can we? So this no. Is, no. This is literally it. <laughs> we are each other's therapy. Yes. yes. So thank you very much, Nicholas. Yeah, um, thank you. It's, it's nice. great for us to be back. Um, and then from friend of the show, Mark Jacobs, a often commentator. Yeah. Uh, he says here, slightly off topic, but have you guys thought about doing and effectively speaking about the tripods? Oh. Season two, as nothing much happened in season one. Um, yeah, I must say tripods, um, um, even though, you know, it's British science fiction, TV science fiction. I just remember it being incredibly dull. Yeah, it, I, I remember it as being like Little House on the Prairie with the occasional, oh, there's a tripod, oh, he's gone. Yeah. Um, and in season two, I seem to remember, became really weird with lots of very cheap-looking aliens. They didn't have that, didn't yeah. they have bubble wrap eyes or something? Yeah, something like that. I quite like the tripod design. It's Martin Bauer, at, isn't it? Yeah, it, I was at Martin did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a good design, typical of him. Um, and it would have been better if they had just used that design in World of Worlds and yes. done a version of that. Yeah, and the fact that they couldn't even be asked to do the third series. Mm. 
I think sums it all up. I remember yeah. the music as being good though. No, I don't remember anything apart from it yeah. being boring. So, Mark, yeah, maybe, maybe one day, maybe one day we might We've do got that. So many more things to do. There's other things. Yeah, we, you, and I are recording one soon, aren't we? We yeah, um, yes. um, But we'll, you know, if, if, if you watch effectively speaking or listen to that, you'll you'll find out about that soon enough. Yeah. Um, yeah so that's it. All right then. Well, Fisher King. Um, he was a bit fishy, wasn't he? He, he was, was a fishy very king. Fishy, yes, very fishy king. Yes, was. yes. But um, uh, next time, yes, we've got so Jody, and who have we got? Yeah, so um, this villain... I'm not going to get this, yeah. by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I doubt you very might, much if I'm going to get this. Yeah, you might find this villain uh, in a haberdashery sale. Um, no. Another no. clue? Um... Uh, that's the only clue I had. In a haberdashery um, sale. Yeah, in a haberdashery sale. Both Does he wear a look, nice hat? Well, both their look and their name. Um, if 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 you went to a material store, yes, and they were selling off end of rolls, what would that be? Uh, well, it's just scraps you, and stuff. Well, yeah, to be fair, that's what this is. Um, the remnants. The re oh, okay. Do you, do you remember them? No, I, no? I, I, I vaguely remember the name. Oh, right. they're in uh, they're in the episode the Ghost Monument. Um, I won't spoil it for you if you don't remember I them. No, don't even know the name yeah. of the of the story. The remnants. Do you not know the yeah, the Ghost Monument is the uh, the episode. It, I think it was the second episode. I think well, it, it was the second. Episode is it on Earth? Uh, no, no, it's on an alien planet. Oh. Uh -huh. Um, very Tatooine-like alien planet, as they all tend to be. Um, I must right. have watched oh, yeah. it because I've, yeah. we've already we done the first one. That, we yeah. we yeah. saw Tim Shaw, didn't we? Yes, we've already yeah. done Tim Shaw, so it would have been the story after that. The story after, yeah. It, and Tim the Shaw's remnants. race, the Stenza, do get a, um, a mention in this as well. So. In that as well, the remnants. Yeah. The remnants, yeah. All right, I'll have to write that down. All right, well, is, is this well, just one story? It's just one episode, yeah. All right, okay, all right. You don't have to put much uh, much effort into it. Okay, well, is that going to be a good thing or not? Why have you chosen this, by the way? Um, I, I, I was going to either choose this um, or Rosa. And I didn't think Rosa would have much for us to talk about. What's Rosa? Rosa is the Rosa Parks episode. Oh yeah, no, there's not. Is, no, is space Nazi, <laughs> and that's yeah. pretty much it. And I, I was going to do that one, and I thought, do you know what? There's really, there's nothing. I've got no views really on that, and I bet you wouldn't. You know what I mean? It's like, but this one, I think, it's got some. I mean, because there are other villains in this, and we can discuss them as well. There's some, some good androids in it. In it. Um, but I, I remember it as being a, a. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a All good right. episode. Uh, it's got quite mixed fan sort of reactions but then I suppose anything Jodie Whittaker has isn't it? Yeah, so. boy does it yeah yeah, yeah. all right so ho hopefully you'll enjoy it okay well I've got a week to uh, watch 45 minutes it's not yeah, going to be a problem no. all right okay excellent okay folks okay right well join us for Jodie or yes. if you'd rather not join us in two weeks when we've got uh, the next of our specials and we know yes, what that yeah, is already and uh, special, yes. yes I'm looking forward to that one a lot I, th yeah. I think that will be a good one yeah, that's something else I gotta watch. No, um, I I think that's going to be a totally a game of two halves, much like yes. the stories we've I, talked yeah, about tonight. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, I, I definitely think so. I'm eager to to get your reaction on the second half of the special. Yeah. To tease people, I think. Yeah, it'd be right. interesting to find out what you think of that. Okay. All right. Well, we if you're not joining us next week, join us the yeah. week after, and 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 we'll be there. All right. Yes. Definitely. All right. Okay. Cheers, Ian. Good stuff. Thanks, Ian. Bye. Bye.